Welcome to the Wealthy Circle Podcast, where we take a deeper dive into this year's finalists and winners from our wealthmanagement.com industry awards. These interviews cover the challenges, innovations, and trends in the wealth management industry and the individuals working to help advisors better help their clients. Hey, greetings, everyone, and you're listening to the Wealthies Podcast. I'm David Armstrong, the editor of WealthManagement.com, and this, as you know, is the podcast where we speak to winners of our WealthManagement.com industry awards. And today, I'm pleased to have a couple folks from Nationwide with us, Christy Rodriguez, SVP of Nationwide Retirement Industry Institute, and John Carter, the president of Nationwide Financial. Christy, John, thanks a lot for joining us. Thank you. Hello. Thank you. And congratulations on on the win. Nationwide this year was recognized in a couple of categories as the asset management category for diversity, equity, and inclusion. Nationwide was recognized for the Financial Alliance for Racial Equity, and we want to talk about that a little bit, as well as uh, under the asset managers ETFs category for the risk managed income ETF, as well as a marketing campaign around that. And we also want to talk about that. But First, why don't you just uh, uh, step back and give us a, a little bit of a broad overview of folks know Nationwide, of course, but maybe what you folks do with financial advisors and where you kind of sit in the financial advisory ecosystem. Great. Thank you, David. And um, it, it was an honor to, to be nominated. We were very pleased that with the Wealth Management Awards that you know, these are individuals and, and um, firms that, help, that are helping advisors. And, and to me, this is couldn't be a better time to, to be helping ad- advisors. And at Nationwide, we're coming up on our 100-year history. And as a mutual insurance company, even during the pandemic, we're coming out of the pandemic actually stronger than at the beginning of the pandemic. And I think that particularly for those advisors that rely and uh, recommend insurance company and annuity, long-term care, life insurance, you know, these types of solutions that need to be around decades uh, from now, a mutual insurance company is, is a pretty good partner to have. And, and that being said, we, we have invested in the tools, capabilities, technology, and even thought leadership so that advisors can readily have at their disposal training, education, solutions, and, and really the ability to make an impact with their customers by offering nationwide solutions and, and capabilities. So nationwide is a mutual, we're financial services giant across life insurance, annuities, retirement solutions, and even corporate solutions like pension risk transfer business and securities back lending programs. Uh, we're a large mutual fund provider. Institutional funds are across many of our products and and offered into the institutional marketplace as well. So, you know, as we grow, and this is actually one of Nationwide's fastest growing years on sales and profits, uh, we're getting ready to to actually kick off 2022 with new capabilities and and competencies to, to help advisors and their firms mean even more at times where customers, you know, want great advice, solutions, and and really perspectives on you know keeping the course even when it's really tough to do that during challenging markets. So we expect to be growing another hundred years, but we're very proud and feel that we're very well positioned as a mutual as we come out of the pandemic um, stronger and, and more stable than we were. Yeah, for sure. Thank you for that. You talk about the tools that uh, financial advisors need to uh, provide these 
better outcomes for their clients. Uh, nationwide, we know is the mutual funds. The risk managed income ETF, though, I think you're you're kind of trying to address a problem here with this particular fund uh, that bedevils a lot of financial advisors. Uh, you know how to keep their clients on the 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 path even after the retirement. Uh, trigger is pulled. Uh, what do you want us to know about this risk managed income ETF? What what problem are you trying to solve there? What was the thinking yeah. behind it? I think the income ETF is, is you know e- even a commitment that we've made to advisors and the partners where we do business with is to be that uh, solutions provider as we look at income. I mean, income is is the area that from a competency standpoint nationwide is out there with uh, ETFs with in-plan guarantees in the retirement space, with income products and our annuity business line, as well as even abilities to, to provide income in, um, for long-term care and, and health uh, reasons in our life insurance business. So we were honored to be nominated and won the Digital Marketer of the Year for the Nationwide Risk Managed Income ETF. We call it NUSI, N-U-S-I, but we created an innovative campaign uh, that, that really helped us with investment education and thought leadership that, that would provide advisors and their clients an opportunity to talk about income as we kind of come out of, of COVID. It was uh, drawing awareness around the fund and, and really a catalyst for both uh, the early stage and long-term uh, market adoption of income. So we have... Um, raised close to $500 million in, in, uh, under that fund, hmm. launched it, it's performed extremely well in uh, this year and even last year, and it's one of the top fund uh, by sales, net flow, and, and asset growth. So when you, you know, think about you know, even not just this fund, but advisors, who's partnering with you to provide income solutions wherever they may be from a financial uh, product, in, in this case, it was an ETF. You know, we also have that expertise, and Christy might want to talk about it as well, out of the Institute to provide kind of those uh, the, the thought leadership. So whether it's long-term care, whether it's managing chronic illness, whether it is longevity risk, or even, you know, this case, a way to leverage an ETF and, and, and protect your income, you know, these are all areas that Nationwide is willing and ready to partner with advisors and firms are to to really um, improve that competency as as America's workers, savers, and retirees kind of enter this income phase of their uh, of, of their life. And, and Christy, the institute has done a lot of work around um, having these discussions. What are a couple of programs that that, that might be interested to um, to the listeners today? Sure. And thank you for that, John. And again, just appreciate being recognized by wealth management. What I'm excited about what we do within the Institute is I sit on uh, John's leadership team and we really view ourselves uh, as a part of the organization that is an enabler or an almost accelerator for how we deliver value to financial professionals. And I think a prominent way we do that is through simplicity. Uh, And so we pride ourselves on how are we making uh, nationwide as easy as possible to engage with in terms of value add. So going beyond kind of the commoditized products that we offer, we really like to address kind of those practical insights that will assist financial professionals in engaging with their clients. So some topics that John alluded to that we have evergreen that we're always focused on 
really around social security, healthcare, long-term care. But we really have dove into um, over the past year, the secure act of, of, of what has happened uh, with legislation, as well as thinking about ways to assisting financial professionals and having conversations uh, with their clients about planning, legacy planning and planning for their families. So really excited that we're kind of breaking down and simplifying not only the way that you engage with us and garner value, but also how you think about that in delivering and financial professionals delivering that value um, to their clients. So it's easily understandable. One of the other things that is a bit of an intangible that we focus on within the Nationwide Retirement Institute is how are we giving education to financial professionals around empathy and trust and building that within their clients. We know that those are gonna be prominent capabilities that financial professionals are not only gonna need for their clients that they have today, but as they continue to build those relationships with their families. Yeah, I mean, empathy and trust are, should be, you would think, uh, bedrock qualities of a financial advisor's relationship with their, with their clients. Have you, as you look at that kind of, I grant you it's intangible, but uh, have you done any kind of uh, studies around it, uh, uh, levels of trust that advisor or clients have with their advisors, or, or where are maybe advisors falling down, you know, in that area? How, how could they improve? Yeah, we've done extensive research around that, but not only the research, Dave, that we, David, that we've applied to that, but also what are those insights and ways that financial professionals can practically use that. Some examples that come to mind for me are really around that intergenerational conversation. We know it's going to be very important for financial professionals, again, not to create that trust uh, and that empathy with the clients they have today, but what is that extension with those clients' families well beyond of the life of that client. We've also broached in the area of diverse markets. And this has just been a tremendous opportunity that we see nationwide. And we have a focus within the Institute that we support all of nationwide financial around addressing issues for women, for black, the black market segment, Hispanic, LGBTQ plus, and we're moving into rule as of next year. So again, what are those ways that financial professionals can address some of these unique nuances that they're able to find with these diverse market groups as well? Yeah, interesting. I would, if I may add, David, the, um, a reason to partner with the Institute is just the insights that, that Christy and the team have. They have decades of, of saver and participant information in our retirement uh, plans business. So, for example, we were the first firm to create a 457 supplemental savings plan for government workers. But because of that, we have decades of participant behavior, data, and information. And according to Nationwide Retirement uh, recent survey, eight in 10 plan sponsors believe their participants want lifetime income solutions now. And eight in 10 participants said that they would roll over at least some of their assets into that type of solution now. So you can you can look to the Institute for those types of insights that ultimately lead to better discussions with with your clients and um, and then potentially solutions that that are delivering now what um, what they're saying that that, that 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 they need both the, the plan sponsors as well as the, uh, the the participants as well. And it is getting all about income. That's for sure. About income, yeah, and and I think you would know this better than I. 
annuities for a long time were the solution. I uh, got a little bit of a bad reputation, I think, among some financial advisors because of costs and transparency issues and and these kinds of things. But uh, uh, it seems to me putting some of these strategies into an ETF wrapper is kind of a smart idea to, I mean, there's nothing more transparent than an ETF, right? You know, that uh, solves that issue, essentially, right? So putting the strategy into an ETF wrapper and you're finding great adoption with it. Tell me a little bit about that. Does this, how should financial advisors approach this ETF? Would they do it as they would an annuity or how do they? Well, it, bring it to them? yeah, it's a, it's a great question. And I think it's also, it's the opportunity for advisors right now to, to, to partner, whether it's with a, um, um, uh, like the Institute or, or somewhere else that that can give you the insights, the education, and really the ability to, to match the need with the right solution that's out there. So we really are putting our stake in the ground and saying we're gonna we're gonna be at least one if not the best partner on helping advisors and firms be prepared for these income discussions. But when we understand that consumers have a different appetite and they have different liquidity needs, as it relates to income, the ETF is one example, right, where it provides certainly the income and the protection of some of the downside, and it doesn't limit your, your, your upside either, but it also gives you the liquidity. Now, some may say, I don't need daily liquidity, but I want to maximize my income now, you know, in the future, and, and an annuity, particularly a fee-based annuity, which, again, to your point, you know, is very transparent and, and, and low fees might maximize the income in the future. So, for example, we have Link Plus, which is in our annuity line. We have in-plan guarantees, which are in our retirement solutions plans of 401ks, 457, 43Bs. We have the ETF, the NUSI that we talked about, and even Care Matters in our life insurance, uh, giving the ability to tap into your your um, uh, your benefit there if you need it for long-term uh, care um, uh, needs that uh, and expenses that come up that may be able to be the differentiator of keeping you in your home and spending your benefit the way that uh, that, that 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 you want through a life insurance policy. So whether it's you know, fixed annuities, whether it's in-plan guarantees, advisor solutions like ETFs. Uh, the challenge I would say for an advisor is, am I fully versed on how I can maximize income for clients who need it now or fully versed on maximizing income or combinations uh, within the future for different types of income needs? And it may be spending, it may be health care, it may be long-term care. And again, these are, I think, probably the biggest opportunity for not only advisors, but also for insurance companies, because we are the only ones that can come in with guarantees like uh, America's workers and savers rely on uh, with our annuity products and life insurance products and in-plan guarantee products. So that makes it a very different partnership when you're looking at you know, growth in the future and, and how you become this income professional and expert with your, with your clients. And, and as Chrissy mentioned, we want to take the complexity out of something and make it simple. But, but um, you know, these, these are, um, you know, complex times and, and it's not a one size fits all, at least nationwide doesn't think that. That's why we've leveraged our mutual fund teams on ETFs, our life insurance teams for long-term care, chronic care, income needs, for the annuity business line, for 
you know, maximizing income and do it in, in very um, efficient ways or even the retirement solutions relationships through, through in-plan guarantees that, um, uh, that, that are offered there. And all of those are in market today and, um, and making the difference in these uh, you know, income plans that, that, that the clients are demanding. Yeah, I was going to say just one thing to John's point that I think is so important is he talked about the fact that we have decades of research. One of the recent uh, polls that we released was around it was an NRI flash poll that we did around how people were feeling around the pandemic. And it was something very interesting that we learned in that survey. A couple two data points that I wanted to pull out is that one in four Americans who took that survey who weren't currently working with a financial advisor or financial professional said they wanted to. Hmm. And that one of the most prominent things that came up as a result of the COVID-19 pandemic was really wanting to focus on understanding more about lifetime income. And so when you take that, that, that just that key insight, along with all of the solutions that John just mentioned, that is the opportunity to take something and break down and simplify for that client. If this is what you're saying you need, these are some of the best products and solutions that can assist you in getting there. So again, it's really about how are we helping individuals, even through the kind of these pandemic situations, understanding the need for their financial protection and guidance in the future. Yeah, I think the pandemic was a wake-up call for a lot of uh, a lot of people. Uh, Absolutely. Advisors included. Christy, I was going to ask you, from your perch there at the Nationwide Retirement Institute, you know, we've talked about empathy and trust, planning for income, different income needs in retirement. We've talked about those two things. What do you think is the, the least understood or least um, realized threat to clients' retirements that advisors don't pay as much attention to that they should? Is it longevity? Is it health care? I don't know. Yeah, you know, it's a combination of those things. I think probably one of the greatest opportunities outside of empathy and trust is really assisting those clients in understanding retirement income mm. and the variables that will go along with that. And so I do invite all of your listeners to visit uh, nationwidefinancial.com and under the Nationwide Retirement Institute tab, we have a plethora of, of ways that we address that, even down to tax efficiency retirement income, understanding you know, all the various components of protection that they'll need to have, but really understanding some of those core components. And I think it's really about how do we have more of a dialogue totally around financial wellness? What is that liaison to planning for retirement and officially doing it? And I think it's starting, again, just at that baseline of understanding. But I do invite all of your listeners to go out and, and really um, pull the data that we have. One of the things that I'm really proud of, and I know we'll get to the other award that we got with wealth management, but it is also that way that we're thinking about it from a number of different areas. And I spoke about diverse markets as well. Uh, you know, one of the areas that when I think about retirement income, that is so important. And we've had this longstanding program since 2018 is at a tremendous value is the focus around women and the different considerations that women need to have when they're planning for their retirement income and the impacts that healthcare, long-term care, and even optimizing social security uh, would play in that role. So I think that is to me kind of one of the more prominent things is once you get past the empathy and trust, really looking at how do you personalize that retirement income conversation and leveraging the tools that we have available for financial professionals to do so. 
Hey, yeah. David, if yeah. I may, um, oh, you know, just, just to add on very quickly on that, other research that came out of these flash polls is that, you know, the uh, Americans feel a tremendous lack of control and need both protection and financial guidance you know, coming out of the pandemic. One of the um, surveys showed that one in four Americans were driven to seek advice from a financial professional for the first time. Hmm. 52% of investors said that COVID-19 made them realize that they need help in managing their finance, finances and investments if they were going to succeed in the future and almost half recognize the need for annuities to protect their retirement income and, um, uh, again, re- re- protect their uh, investment against risk. So, you know, and, and coming out, again, lifetime income is, again, another thing that they're saying. So there's a, there is an urgency around financial planning. And I think whether it's putting, you know, your health first, legacy planning, emergency planning, or retirement, these are all things that we're prepared to partner and and help advisors on as they have those conversations that clearly uh, savers are, are saying that they want to have right now with financial professionals. Yeah, a hunger for that information. You know, it also strikes me that I think the financial advisory space was, the pandemic was a bit of a wake-up call, and there'd been a, a long move towards the financial planning side uh, of the profession. And and this is exactly what you're talking about, right? Uh, I think for a long time, financial advisors would, you know, help the clients with your accumulation phase. Well, how are we going to get to that number when you're going to be, when you're going to retire, you're going to be at that number. And here's how we're going to get you there. Once you're there, it's kind of, you're off on your own. And uh, right. you're talking about a, a very different kind of relationship with the clients that takes much more into account. And yeah, I think there's a, a hunger for it. Let's talk a little bit about the, the, the other category that you were recognized for in the equity and inclusion category, the Financial Alliance for Racial Equity. Give us a little bit of a sense of what that is. Uh, uh, this is not just nationwide, correct? I mean, it's a, it's a number of financial institutions and a partnership. Tell us about the Financial Alliance for Racial Equity. Sure. So we embarked on some proprietary research uh, back in 2018. And one of the startling discoveries that we had as it related to um, Black financial professionals and those college students is 90% of them perceived that they would have challenges in our industry uh, based on their ethnicity and their, their race and their color. And so with that research, we decided that this was a great opportunity, not just to think about where Nationwide could really hold a position, but how we could drive more change together. So what we decided to do to drive greater impact is to bring together other industry partners, as well as historically Black colleges and universities to really join us in making a difference or having a greater impact. And so that's what BEAR, which was the Financial Alliance for Racial Equity, where our mission was really twofold. It was to increase the number of Black professionals coming into the financial services industry and invest and sustain in their development and growth. And so we're doing that by providing a number of resources, solutions, trainings, uh, and connections with students and early in career with, you know, uh, more senior level professionals and really looking at what are those key components to their career success. And so what I really appreciate about uh, the Financial Alliance of Racial Equity, it is about bringing more representation and driving inclusion. But I think the other problem that we're going to be able to address and solve is related to some of the topics that we just talked about. How are we going to look at closing the gap in some of these underserved communities 
uh, by bringing more diversity to the table to create different solutions and products. So we were linking uh, more entry-level uh, professionals as well as college students with senior-level executives in the various firms to really not only bring them into the business, but be committed to their mentorship uh, and their growth. And one of the great, obviously, byproducts of the Alliance is not just focused on bringing more uh, representation and equity into the industry. What we're seeing as a natural byproduct is being in an opportunity to some things that we spoke to earlier. And that's really about how do we create and close gaps in some of these underserved communities and address the needs of the underserved markets by having that dialogue of inclusion around what new products and solutions we may be able to offer. One of the great commitments that we're gonna have between now and the end of this year is really looking at a baseline of what do metrics look like to drive this success across our industries and across our historically black colleges and universities and getting commitments from the CEOs of all of our member firms. So I did just wanna take a moment just to close and congratulate all of our FAIR Coalition members outside of Nationwide, that includes Morgan Stanley, M Financial, NFP, the Employee Benefits Research Institute, Huntington Bank, Franklin Templeton, Miami Life, the Advisor Group, and our historically Black colleges include Hampton University, Howard, uh, Lincoln University, Virginia State, Virginia Union, and Winston-Salem State. Yeah, and I'm, I'm sure a lot of work getting everyone on the same page. Uh, that's uh, like, what do they say, like juggling cats, right? Uh, trying to get everyone on, on the same page, uh, just organizationally, that's a, that's a great achievement. Um, you know, I think in the financial advisory space, the, the notion of, uh, you know, this being largely a, a non-diverse community contributes to that lack of trust a little bit that you were talking about earlier. You know, I think when we see the financial advisory firms that don't look like the communities that are around them, it, it raises some suspicions around the industry overall. So do you agree with that? Do you think that, uh, that there is kind of an issue of trust that suffers because of the non-inclusive nature of the industry as it is now? I do. Um, but what I'm, I'm hopeful about is that the dialogue is finally on the table. And I will just share with you, you know, the excitement and the interest that we had even initially a year ago when we put out the ask to know that we could drive greater impact and change together just reinvigorated me. And I think a lot of other individuals to know, again, that not only do we need to solve this problem to bring in more people in the industry, but how are we going to address some of those issues of trust uh, within the system? And I think us collaborating together as a multi-sector component of the industry, as well as bringing in higher ed, is really going to assist us into, into adding a lot of value and a really making a change. Uh, and Christy, I would, I would add, too, I mean, nationwide, uh, particularly our financial services leadership team, you know, have always benefited by having a diverse team. I, I think the differences bring a strength and, and including differences around the table has helped us perform as well. And the way I look at it, too, is if we can bring new young minds into this industry, not only will we provide opportunities for those individuals that might not have viewed financial services the way maybe you know, some of us did when we entered the industry, we definitely want to change that. 
but then that also helps us open up new markets. And that's good for everybody within the industry. So I look at it as, yes, it will make a change one student and one professional at a time, but it also will strengthen our industry across these groups. And, you know, these new associates are going to teach us how to do that. Mm. So whether it is um, the African-American, Latinx, you know, you, you start to, 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 to include that um, segment into the room and the planning, and then you end up growing the industry. And to me, that's one of the most exciting parts of, of, of growth ahead. And I've been in the business 35 years and a reason to invest in programs and, and be engaged in programs like this, because it, it, will, it will help us have a stronger industry for decades to come. Yeah, that's great. That's great. I think the uh, working with the colleges is a great way to do this. And I think it's something that financial services overall should concentrate more on simply because I think there's a lack of awareness amongst a lot of college students that these professions exist. I, people don't know what a financial advisor is. You know, they don't know that when they're graduated from college, that this is an industry. This is a, a profession of financial advisory space is one that you can uh, enter pretty easily. And, and there's a lot of opportunity there, but there's just a lack of awareness. So you're raising awareness. Well, and, and, yeah. And I would just say what struck me at the wealthmanagement.com awards. And, and I, um, when I looked at, at all of the companies and, and many of the companies I've never heard of before, mm-hmm. what, when you think of, of what they do across custodians, disruptors, product solutions, marketers, et cetera, how do we, and we already know we're fighting for, so having young people come out of, or even while they're studying, you know, look at all of the opportunities, even beyond being a financial advisors in this industry, we have a long way to go. But again, that's the opportunity for us. Um, and you guys, you know, I, I think what jumped out at me was just all of the opportunities and, and the innovative things that companies are doing and new companies that are popping up and, and everybody is going to try to, you know, reach more customers that frankly have to look different than you as an individual if you're going to capitalize on the growth of financial services. And John, you know, I think I think that is so spot on um, to that point is that we were intentional with FAIR and looking at the full ecosystem of opportunities within financial services. And it happened that one of a very senior leader at one of our, our member firms at NFP, he said he actually started out, he's an African-American male uh, in his career, and he was pushed down a path of being an advisor uh, where he really had someone who came in and mentored him and eventually became his sponsor, which led him to an opportunity of wanting to go down more of the leadership path. And so that is truly kind of the beauty of bringing young people in early in their career and opening them up to a plethora of roles and opportunities that support the full industry uh, that I think is going to be game changing uh, with the coalition and the way that we think about partnering together. And each of these firms in the alliance have committed uh, a certain number of executives to mentorship? Absolutely. And and to the point that I was making earlier, not only if they have committed, we're actually creating a baseline of what are going to be our key metrics as a coalition uh, that we will align to together. And that will be released uh, by the end of this year. And we have each and every CEO of those firms committed behind that. So in addition to thinking of ways that we're not only bringing in interns and early in career uh, employees, but what are our overarching 
uh, efforts that we're going to align to together. The coalition has also been um, very supportive and as exciting of a scholarship program as well. So there's just lots of ways that we are reaching down and supporting the students uh, as they decide uh, if financial service is going to be an industry that they're going to focus on for their career. And one way to help them is to help them through uh, financially through um, the FAIR scholarships. Page of award winners on wealthmanagement.com. How can people who are interested in getting involved with the Financial Alliance for Racial Equity find you? They can actually email us at nri at nationwide.com. And please, we will send you any information. And we are so open to having other firms and industry partners join us in this effort. Okay. Well, guys, this has been great. Uh, we're, we're at our time limit, but thanks very much for joining us. Congratulations again on the uh, the wins here with the wealthmanagement.com 2021 awards. Uh, it wasn't easy. There were a lot of a lot of submissions this year, a lot to go through, but uh, these ones stood out and the judges, I think, spoke and, and well-deserved. So congratulations again. Thank you. Well, thanks for everything you're doing, David, and all the work that you're doing to help advisors succeed and create better outcomes for their clients. And, and we appreciate being part of... Um, today's podcast. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you, Thank you so much. Thank you guys. Have a good day. This has been the Wealthiest Podcast. I'm David Armstrong. Thanks for listening. This content has been made for information and educational purposes only. The views and opinions represent the views and opinions of the guest and does not necessarily represent the views and opinions of wealthmanagement.com.